The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of our Halloween special here in Kwento at Takotan Podcast. This is me, your host, Jan, and today we feature various stories from Reddit. Simulan natin sa post ni Brain Race. No, inayos ko na ito. <laughs> Sige, eto, simulan na natin. Wala nang karakaraka pa. Here's my story for cousin, uh, from my cousin. My lolo died. He was being taken care of by the embalmers inside the house. It was midnight, brown out, and in-house embalming services are common in this fifth-class municipality. My tita asked my cousin to get her brother's milk. So she went upstairs and was able to get the milk, but along the way, someone blew off her candle's light. She claimed that she felt the breath of the ghost on her cheek as it blew the candle. Uh, a very creepy uh, and short story. Ito naman, from Ichipod. Yung lolo ko sa Gimaras, uh, naglalakad na pa uwi. Barber kasi siya, nagbabahay-bahay. Gabi na nun, saka masukal talaga, yung mga gubat sa Gimaras may sumipol din kagaya ng kwento ng isang redditor nakita niya isang tao habang sumisipol humahaba ang binti oo binti lang yung ibang part ng katawan normal pa din 
uh, nakat, nakatapak siya ng tiyong dahon. Narinig ata nung kung ano man yun, tumakbo ng mabilis na di niya na nakita ulit. Yun. Okay, from major problem 13, share ko lang yung isa sa mga na-experience ko. Kung di ako nagkakamali, nangyari to December 18, 2010. In-invite kami ng isang kaibigan namin sa bahay nila kasi umuwi siya galing Manila. Pumunta kami ng uh, dalawa ko pang kaibigan, bali apat kami kasama yung galing Manila. Dumating kami doon mga 8pm. Then, kain ng konti, kwentuhan, ganun. Mga 11 na nung nag-umpisa kaming mag-inuman sa terrace ng bahay nila. Uh, nagpapasound yung isang kasama namin sa phone niya na nakalapag sa table. Nung una, okay naman yung pag-play ng music. After 10 minutes, lahat ng kanta na nagpe-play, magpo-pause sa bandang gitna. Tapos, biglang mag skip sa ending. Akala nung kaibigan ko, sila po niya. Tapos, sabi... Tap- tapos, sabi, ako na lang ang mag-play ng music. Ganon din na nangyari nung ako nagpapa-music tapos biglang napotol yung music kasi may tumatawag. Pagtingin ko sa tumatawag, nakalagay sa pangalan is yung pangalan ng kaibigan ko na naunang nag-play ng music. Sabi ko sa kanya, kuya, nag-dial ata yung phone mo, tumatawag ka oh. Sabay pakita ng phone ko sa kanya. Sabi niya, paano ako tatawag yung wala akong load? Tapos, nilabas niya yung phone niya. Pagtingin niya sa phone niya, eh, ikaw naman ang tumatawag. Pinakita niya yung phone niya sa amin, ang nakalagay, calling, tas yung pangalan ko. Sabay, nagplay na din yung ringtone niya. Nawirdohan kami. Tumahimik kami ng mga 5 minutes. Tapos, bigla na lang umalungong yung aso. Lahat ng aso sa, ng mga kapitbahay nila, pagtingin namin sa relo, saktong 12am. So, tumayo ng lahat ng balahibo namin. Naalala nung kaibigan namin na may-ari ng bahay na yun na tapat lang pala ng pinag-iinuman namin is kwarto ng tito niyang nagpakamatay dun din mismo sa kwarto na yun. Nung kinuwento niya yun, umuhi na lang kami. Hanggang ngayon, hindi na kami pupunta sa bahay na yun kahit anong tawag ng kaibigan namin na yun. That is creepy, actually. Ito, from Shinisha. Uh, Shinisha. Okay, so, sabi niya, my mom used to work as a nurse in De Los Santos, New Manila, QC, way back in the 80s. After she often recount events wherein she and fellow staff nurses would hear voices calling their name from vacant rooms. She also experienced hearing a crying baby coming from an empty room on the pediatric ward. Partially unrelated to topic, Shina works outside the country as a nurse on a home for the aged or hospital-type establishment. They take care of the old people, usually for months, even stretching for a year or two. She told me that oftentimes, she and the staff nurses could hear dead people calling out their name out of nowhere. She's positive about who these voices belong to. She said, it's all too familiar and unmistakable. The most recent one happened this year while taking a nap on her lunch break on, on the common room. She heard a knock on the door and a voice saying, Thank you, Ellen. My mom told me that the voice belonged to an elderly woman, 80 plus years old, uh, a five-month patient who died of multiple organ failure, DNR on file 
who died three days prior to this incident. TLDR, got some stories to share but I'm not on the medical field so I'm sharing my mom's. Hope you don't mind. Ayan guys, uh, that was a uh, very short stories. No, nakakailan na tayo. One, two, three, four. Four short stories. So before we proceed, I would like to invite you, kung first time mo nakikinig dito, just like our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter. No, you can send us also your story and as well as um, uh, coming, coming soon, no, uh, I will post a number that you can call and um, that, that will be that will be recorded as a voicemail so you can call that number using your Skype and by the way that is a US number so if may load ka you know, pero kung Skype gamit mo pwede siya you can call that number to share your stories or the most easiest way if you want yourself speaking uh, and, and if you want to, yourself to hear in the podcast you can uh, voice message us in our anchor.fm slash kwento profile no, anchor.fm slash kwento so you can send us a voice message and tell your story or experience uh, regardless uh, even though it is scary you know sad whatever you can share that to us and of course you can be anonymous no uh, just indicate that na hindi mo na kailang pakilala ang sarili mo or you know yung pangalan mo so that is so okay so let's go back to the podcast no walang script script to <laughs> ganun lang ganun lang yun tayo very natural uh, parang campfire story te- storytelling okay so next from blue flame 97 not really creepy in a paranormal sense there's a word called the Burakai word we were told not to call it that and to only use the official name which I sadly can't recall in the NCMH National Center for Mental Health where all the patients are butt naked as me and my classmates approached the ward for an orientation. Many naked guys walked to the glass window separating us and started waving at us and or placing their palm on the glass with expressionless faces. While this was happening there while this were was happening there were some guys in the background masturbating or sleeping. Some were laughing or just smiling. There were also two guys restrained to chairs because they tried eating their limbs. The creepiest part was that there was a strange background music playing in the world. It sounded like what you'd heard at a Buddhist temple, some harmonic humming. It looked like a nightmare scene. Man, mental illness can be scary. Yes, this story reminded me of um, parang yung horror games Silent Hill or the Obscure something like that basta yung ganun horror game okay let's proceed to the next story from Magenta Babe 
my story was my story. I was a nurse in one of the tertiary hospitals here in Metro Manila. I care for sick babies for a living. I got pulled out, transferred temporarily for the shift from my area to the medical surgical ward because someone didn't go to work. I was chatting with my college classmates. Uh, let's call him B. At around 1 a.m., who also worked in the hospital, when we heard someone or something go, pss, pss, and B and I immediately stopped our conversation stop our co- our conversation and listen if there was someone there B asked me if I heard that too and I was scared like the hairs in my neck stood up we checked all the rooms and everyone was sleeping including all the relatives we ignored it and shrugged it off B maybe out of shame because I'm not from that area asked me to take a nap since everything that we had to do was done. Yes, you could take naps. We are humans too. I took a nap but I felt uneasy. I think I had one eye open, lol. At 3 a.m., it was time to give medication again. So I did that and when I was walking, going to the last room in that corridor, I heard, I, I heard again that sound. The corridor had a long way to go to the outpatient department. I I shamelessly ran from the corridor to the nurse's station. I told B that I heard someone go again. Kanina pa nga kanina pa nga niya kanina pa nga yan nung natutulog ka eh. Nung may kausap ako sa phone, tinatawag din ako ng hindi ko naman hindi ko nalang pinansin. The next day, I was back in my area being the senior nurse. When I heard, uh, when I went to pee, I heard a familiar uh, sound. I didn't get the chance to finish peeing. I just pulled my scrub pants and ran toward towards my workmates and told them the story the previous night with B. My coworker told me to talk to whatever was following me. I did. My co-workers were there too. I, it stopped the following day, but for the from time to time, something would go in that hospital. Okay, so story number two from same person, Magenta Babe. My senior nurses have uh, way scarier stories. One senior nurse claimed that she saw an outline of a woman near the baby's incubator. The mother of the baby died because of pregnancy complications. Two of them saw it and they were scared. Story number three from the same person, parent, Magenta Babe. We were getting ready for a stat CS case. I was with the OR nurses and they and the OR orderlies near the theater where the CS would take place. The washing area is way right and further down the corridor. We, we heard water coming from the faucet. Faucets are activated by stepping on it. No one was there. We all look at each other. Kuya or orderly has been there for a long time joke that someone was washing the instrument for them 
Okay. So guys, this uh this was this was the ano mga kwentong hospital or in a medical field yung mga experiences nila. This story is from Weird Minds. Quite a few, but I do not see them. Just felt some things. Anyways, I was a medicine nurse for a while and enjoyed it. We had some girl volunteer nurses or trainees that prepared a room for an admission. I called them Tres Marias since they are all short and NBSB. No boyfriends since birth, in short. They asked for the master key for all private rooms. Then they went and tried to prep the room for the patient. I was just sitting doing my thing, preparing medications for the next interval, doing intervals when they came back. They repeatedly said that the room is locked and no keys would work. They have tried every key on the set and it would not work. I jokingly said, have you tried knocking? They insisted to let me try it. I obliged and followed them to the room. We arrived on the front of the door and I knocked on the door three times and asked permission to enter the room. I put in the key and it worked. The girls behind me ran out of the hall to the nurse's station. They insisted that it was locked the whole time. We used to have a room for terminal ill patients. Seemingly, every patient that was assigned to that room dies. I was there for two years and we stopped assigning patients to that particular room. There is nothing special to that room. It is just that for some twist of fate, terminal ill patients get assigned to that room. And when census is high, we close the room after much insistence. If you will enter the room alone, you can feel a cold breeze rushing up against you. I have a fellow nurse that can see ghosts and she freaks out a lot of times. I have no idea why she chose the profession knowing people die in a hospital on a daily basis. We are doing code blue on one particular patient. I was doing CPR and she was just there standing and just stared at the door. I asked her later why she didn't help knowing it was code blue. She said that she saw the patient caressing the SO while they are crying. She's, she later told the family what had happened. My closest friend's father was a mortician in Batangas. Ah, ito, um, uh, another story na to. Okay, na, hindi ko nakita yung hindi ko nasama yung name niya. Okay. Okay. <coughs> hindi ko nasama yung name niya. Anyways, ito sabi niya, My closest friend's father was a mortician in Batangas. Apparently, dead bodies could still reanimate out of leftover brain electro stuff. His dad was preparing a body and getting his tool ready when the dead guy sat up and uttered coffee. The dad was probably too surprised to even react properly that he actually made the drink and handed to the cadaver. The dead guy sipped and proceeded to lie down dead again. This seems to be a 
a common occurrence for a few mortician. If I had the chance, I'd probably ask the dead for winning lottery number. <laughs> okay, next from Sir Miseria. Sir Miseria, uh, obligatory. I hope I'm still not late. Sabi niya sa pagpo-post. I work as a medtech intern in a government hospital. Every night, there's a rule among us medtech interns to never leave someone alone or be alone inside the microbiology section. Usually, this section is separated from different sections, hematology, chemistry, etc., with a room. This particular section is a lot scarier because not only it's eerie as if someone's watching us, but one of its ceiling panel is missing. And if, you, and if you look up, you could only see darkness beyond the, that gaping hole. So one night, as I was doing my nightly duties, I was still unaware of that gaping hole. I was left alone working on my table. Then, all of a sudden, I felt chills like I feel someone, uh, I feel like someone's watching me. I just shrug it off. Since I want to be that brave student who can work alone in that section every night. Then suddenly, something went down. It's as if a set of feet just landed. Now, you don't have to ask yourself or investigate what made that sound. It's very clear to me that I heard a set of bare feet landed somewhere in that room and I am, unsh- I am sure I'm alone. So I ran the hell out of the room, not screaming but keeping my composure since I don't want to cause ruckus at 2 in the morning. I told my co-interns about hearing something in that in that room, but I did not told uh, but I did not told them what specific sound I heard. I don't want them to curse the room. Yes, tamayon. Don't curse something. <laughs> Okay, so next story from Ramboost. Uh, obligatory, not my story, but it's from my psych classmate that got shared in class. She said that her grandmother used to run a hospital so she would hang up there, especially at the psych board. She made friends with a kid who accordingly, who according to gets him friendly and cheerful. However, the nurses were very colder. They interact with her only uh, with her only through a professional manner, just doing what they have to do, like feeding, bathing, admis- and administering meds. The nurses then warn my classmate to discontinue any emotional attachment and activity. They hesitated to tell her, but they divulged the story. The girl grew up with an alcoholic father and her mother was an OFW. She then got really attached with her female preschool teachers. teacher. She even told her teacher repeatedly, I wish you were my mother. Then the girl took it to her own hands. She killed her mother in an attempt to make it through. Last, my classmate heard of the girl. She got transferred to Mandaluyong. Oh, okay. From no name, anonymous. 
I have, uh, I have one, uh, one as a patient, but it wasn't there. Once upon a time, near Christmas time, in a land far, far away, an idiot landed at the airport, extremely fatigued from work and transcontinent, transcontinental flight and long layovers. So I ended up being admitted, free hospital, yay, after two to three days of IVs, catheters, and all those great things in the ICU unit, I was released into a ward. Not allowed to be released from the hospital, I was bored out of my mind and I was feeling just fine, but they had scheduled and requested I submit to CAT, MR, ultrasound, scan, etc, etc. My roommate had the same kind of deal going on with them trying to adjust his insulin, shameish age, so we can roam around. This is a teaching hospital, so even time we'd chill out near the lecture hall and stop our student cafeteria as there was power, internet, etc. There, good place to pop up your laptop without the chief nurse telling you to get bed rest. Heading back to the ward, which is a long hallway with all the doors closed as it being past lecture time, and the effing door opens motor driven by itself while the lighting goes out down the hall one by one style came back on after about 30 seconds logic dictates that the door opened because of a power surge or something and they were they were pulled cord activated not motion so rule that out but i'll admit we both stood in place for about for about a minute not saying anything and wondering if we should continue down that way it was creepy as f okay from magenta babe again another story i just remembered me and my junior nurse let's call her s were talking my area is quiet and is only noisy when the babies are crying or when a machine bips we were remembering our funny teachers because we had the same alma mater. We were sitting down when we heard a knock on the door. Before entering my area, there are two doors. The first door is a normal door and the second one I could only be uh, one could only be opened with a press of a button. S quickly stood up and went to see who it was. She went out and found no one there. There's a small corridor before the entrance to my area. She asked the people outside if so if they saw someone. They didn't. We were trying to put logic into the knock where knock we heard, but it didn't seem logical that a person would walk that fast for us not to see him, her or it. I also saw shadow of a guy sitting in my living room. I ran like hell to my parents' room and they told me I had imagined it. It was creepy. Okay, from my my le my Iram. My my Lairam. Why is it so hard to pronounce your name guys? Anyway, 
We were at our friend's garden facing the inside of the house. So a silhouette of a man walking down towards the kitchen. He turned off the kitchen light, walked back and disappeared. Told my friend who was sleeping inside his room about it. It was his father who's been dead for about five years. He's still there, still saving electricity. That was a bit short but scary story. Okay, next from Shining Metapod. Me and my cousins lived with our Lola during our elementary and high school days. We all slept in a room that can accommodate four double-deck beds. Okay, and I woke up in the middle of the night when I heard someone murmuring near my bed. Grab my Nokia phone to use it to use its backlight to check on my cousins. Baka binabangot eh. When I saw next, when I what I saw next shocked the living hell out of me. Sounds like a clickbait, haha. <laughs> I was, I saw, uh, I saw the face of my cousin, cousins. Yeah, yeah, this figured. Looks like that of a horse from what I can remember. Morning after that incident, I immediately squealed it to my lola. My lola then confronted the yaya. And her only answer was that merong kapre tikbalang na ayo siyang iwanan. Uh, the said kapre or tikbalang had followed her from the province up to Manila. Okay. Next, from Tyler Walter. Kanina pa ako lumilingon sa likod ko kasi parang... Ayan. Okay. From Tyler Walter. <clears throat> um, it was a tiring night I was all alone in the office My eyes are aching because of the computer works I've done My boss told me to work on OT so we can present the project next day She was rushing to go home because some of some reason I don't know I felt hungry, my, st- my stomach is growling so I went to my to the pantry with my instant noodles. Our pantry has this large window facing the skyline, so it also serves as a mirror during the night. As I was using the water dispenser, pouring hot water in my cup noodles, I saw a reflection on the window. It resembles a floating lady begging something. Her mouth is widely open, like shouting, but it stayed like that with no sound her eyes was trying to look at me but she can't because of her widely open mouth it's like her eyes was directing at the ceiling mouth wide open like it's tearing apart shocked and unnerved i spilled my noodles on my shirt i look back nothing i even checked the whole office but still no one is present. Then, I went to the bathroom to wash the stain spill on my shirt. I guess I'm just seeing things. I need some rest. Need to get out of this place. Wash my face so I can move back to my senses. Using my hand, I wash my face. As soon as I glance at the mirror to check my face if it's clean, the same lady the same lady that I saw on the reflection in the pantry is staring at me standing at the door.
then I lost consciousness after that. Then I woke then I woke up in my room. It was all dream. The next day, my boss got into an accident. DOA. Wow, that was creepy as F. Next story from Red Kinoko. My grandmother was missing the day she died. On the day of her death, she went to the parlor, had her hair done, had her nails polished, and then went off shopping for clothes. She bought just one dress. It's like she knew because she never do- does those things those things outside her usual schedule of going to the palenque or the flea market. Shortly afterward, she got into a heart attack and died. That's not the weird part. While my mom and tita searched for her, us kids were left at home alone. That same day, a large bird went inside the house. It was neither uwak or crow nor kalapati or dub or maya which were common birds. I was six but I distinctly remember it remember it being big and black. Me, my cousin and my sister saw it and we all got scared and hid inside the master's bedroom. It was weird because no window no windows were open at that time. And the bird disappeared without a trace afterward. That same afternoon they found her but we did not know until the actual wake. When we told our story, which we thought was just weird and not exactly paranormal, my mother was petrified because that's the exact same same thing that happened when her grandmother died. Okay. This story is from Sassy Sisa. Moved to a new boarding house at Esteban Aba- Abada. First time to stay away from home. Typing this is giving me the creeps again. Anyway, I used to play Ragnarok until wee hours of the morning and and I was the only one left awake so I'd stay in the common area by myself. Somehow, it was unnerving. I'd get the, that feeling that someone with was with me and the and one time that and one time that a shadow passed over my screen one day a few friends were staying over to study with me so we were just there at the common area come 11:30 the room temperature dropped the cat started meowing I got a brand new laptop two days before that as a birthday present. Same laptop suddenly shut itself off and restarted. I was cursing as to why. Friends started crying and I was like, WTF? Friend, friend two said, don't look on the side. There was a white lady standing in the corner and she was approaching our table. We all ran away in fright. We stayed at Magdo Katipunan. In 2004, it was only open until 2 a.m. We were so scared. I didn't dare to go back that night. 
We flagged a taxi trying to head to my parents' house in Alabama. The taxi driver asked why we were in McDo in pajamas and heading south. We told him the story. He was creeped out. He didn't want us to take uh, he didn't want to take us home anymore. He said we should make a stop where there are plenty of people and lose the mumu who's following us. We were all in tears at this point. He dropped us off free of charge in Makati where we got another cab to my parents' house. The housekeeper said she was seeing the white lady for a week following that incident. Frankly, I was sure I saw a glimpse of it too. I never looked back and my parents fetched my stuff and I moved out of the out of their forfeited our deposit too. House owner denies her house is haunted and keeps on exist insisting that it was just homesick that I was just homesick. That's why. Okay, our next story is from one loco Pacoyo. Pocoyo. Nangyari lang to kagabi. Home base kasi ang trabaho ko. So, madalas ako mag-computer sa labas ng bahay from 9pm to 6am. Doon ako sa hood ng Wrangler Pumwesto. Nakaharap sa lap. Nakaharap. Ah, nakalagay ang laptop sa ibabaw na parang standing desk ko no. Around 2am, may narinig akong ek-ek sound. Pero, hindi ko pinansin yun. Huni ng huni. Malayo lalapit tas lalayo ulit dead ma around 2.15 may naamoy akong mabaho as in di ko ma-explain yung amoy pero dinedma ko pa rin so kinuwento ko sa kapitbahay eh matatakotin yun matatakotin yun si ate at matatakotin yun si ate at may, a- may alam sa mga ganyan sabay sabi aswang daw yun kaya ngayon prepared ako ng DSLR at flashlight para ipost ko dito ang itsura <laughs> Okay. Next story is from Shampoo Samurai. Used to work at a hospital. One of our private rooms was cursed. If you admit an old healthy uh, geriatric patient in there, chances are they're either going to develop some nasty disease or end up dying. We actually ended up moving one of our patients who was admitted there to a different room he ended up recovering and got discharged later also had a co-worker who was administering an enema to a patient in that room when she heard someone calling her name from bathroom i thought it was funny as f but that that uh she ayan must must have been terrifying since since here, she was stuck administering a tube of enema down some poor guy's butt while a ghost was trying to scare her to death. Hinga lang po ng malalim, sir. Paubos na po yung labatiba. Oh, and at that hospital... Sorry, guys. Uh, this uh, story contains cursing. So, um... Ayokong ma-flag yung podcast natin. Yung, ano, kaya as F, mga gano'n na lang sinatap. Kapag S-H-I-T, sh na lang, gano'n na lang. Or, uh, basta, invento na lang ako ng word. Maintindihan nyo na lang yan. 
Okay, let's continue to the story. Oh, and at the hospital, I had my duty back in college. The ICU apparently had a ghost kid who'd visit patients who were about to die. If the if the kid visits your bed, then that's a sign that you're gonna die soon. Another funny or scary, uh, scary one my mom told me was about their old house. It was one of those houses that had really high ceilings. One time, she woke up past midnight and needed to pee. While peeing, she heard someone asking her who she was. Obviously, she couldn't just get up mid-pee so she had to stay there and finish before running away. Lol, apparently some guy hanged himself in that bathroom a couple years back. Oh, okay. Okay, next story from Sir Miseria. I was kid and it was my first month trying to sleep alone in my new bedroom. It, it became my habit to watch TV until late night. As I lie on my bed, I was about to turn off the TV when suddenly I heard this rough breathe sound coming from my window. It sounds like it's a horse breathing out of air. I was petrified because there was no horses as far as I know within the area and we live near a damn forest. So I ditched my room and ran to the sala. What scared me uh, less <laughs> is I ran to the sala. Loud thumps were heard outside around the house as if that thing went from my bedroom window then galloped around the, our house. The thumping stopped outside the front door near the sala. I cried like crazy that night thinking that it might be a tikbalang. Parents heard me cry and checked the front door outside. Nothing there. Nothing's there. Yeah, I think it was a tikbalang. Comment lang. And yung kanina, yung sa hospital daw, yung pag may namamatay, meron, meron ako napanood sa YouTube na isang pusa sa hospital na Uh, pinupuntahan niya yung ano, yung ano ng mga patient na about to die and yun, hanggang sa yung pusa na yun alam ko nagkaroon ng parang world record it is for, uh, for predicting uh, many times yung death ng patient yun, parang ganun talagang ilang beses, almost all uh, lahat ng ano niya uh, napipredict niya is tama So yeah, this was just a side comment. Okay, next. Comes 26. This story is from her. Our old house was haunted. Lots of creepy things going on there. Meron yung doppelgangers, may gumagaya ng voices namin, shadow figures, white lady, you name it. It was probably there. Our house was a building type house. Four floors including a roof deck. The roof deck had a room that was supposed to be my brother's room. One time, he was on the deck, nagpapahangin lang before going to sleep. He suddenly saw a woman with really long hair floating towards him. Of course, natakot siya and he never slept in that room again. 
and naging storage room na lang. One time also, I was there. I was at there, at the deck alone, at night when I suddenly smelled flowers. The scent was, going, was getting stronger and stronger as if may lumalapit sa takot ko. Instead na tumakbo, di ako nakagalaw. So, I kinda talked to whatever it was and said, Sorry, nakaistorbo ako. I'm leaving na. The scent faded away. Doon na ako nakatakbo nung nawala yung scent. Another time, I was in our living room on the phone with my boyfriend. Bigla na lang narinig ko na may malakas na mamagsak na sound from upstairs. Directly above the LR where the mini garden area in front of my parents' room. May, men- may metal kasi na chairs and table dun. So I thought na baka may nakabagsak ng heavy na chair. Ah, okay. Nalalo- okay, guys. Wait. Nalalo ko to story na to. Nabasa ko na to from previous episodes. But still. Sige, ayun na natin. Ulit. May metal na chairs and table dun. So I thought baka may nakabagsak ng heavy na chair. I called up my mom and asked her what happened. Bakit may bumagsak? My boyfriend heard it too over the phone. Mom had my dad check but nothing was out of place. That too, that area too is beside the room where we put the PC in, sort of study area. When I'm there, I see shadow figures waving at me. Sa peripheral vision ko lang. But when I turn to look, nobody's there. Yung mga helper namin may nakikita din doon na guy na naka-shorts and strip, striped shirt na naglalakad. Pero di nila kilala. And one time, my friends naman, nakasalubong na, na, naman, nakasalubong ng bata na they thought it was my little, little sister, pero she was at the school at the time. Ayan, commercial lang, umuulan. <laughs> Ayan, kaya maririnig yung umuulan. Okay, traffic sa labas, so walang masyado yata maingay. Anyway, di ko naman naririnig, naka-headphones ako. Okay, so let's go back to the story. Okay, sorry for those side comments. Tana. And continue. At our rooms in the second floor of the house, I experienced hearing someone knock at my bedroom door night, pero wala naman tao. Meron din yun na you'll hear someone calling your name, pero wala naman tumatawag pag hinanap mo. Little sister saw a shadow kid crawling across the bedroom ceiling once. Then the same kid walked through the closed closet door. TV and radio will change channels and stations on their own. Madami kami ng experience dun sa house na yon. Inaman every day pero madalas and often pag alone ka sa isang part ng house or kung first time pumunta ng tao sa house namin or new employees or helper. We moved out from that house mga 98, uh, 1998 after living there for 13 years. It was rented to a computer college by the new owner and um, last I heard is akala ng mga student that the funeral homes 
iyon kaya madami daw nagpaparamdam kahit sila nabibiktima sorry for the wall of text I just I just have so much stories to tell hindi pa hindi pa nga lahat yan if you guys are from Paranaque the house is to, is the tall building beside SM Supat you can see uh, you can see it up close from there parking area okay next from shining metapod my mom had several unexplained experiences back then especially when she was pregnant with our eldest kuya this is the story number one nung nagbubunti siya kay kuya she's so always going uh, she was always going to the bathroom but whenever midnight arrives and she had to pee, she would hear weird noises outside the window, similar to that of a bird or a bat flapping its wings. One night, may kumalabog sa bubong nila, and my dad, who was into guns back then quickly, went out to check kung may magnanakaw. He saw a woman in her turkeys lying on the roof hurting. Apparently, the woman, the woman was injured and couldn't, couldn't get up. He helped her get down and brought her to the hospital, only to sustain bone fractures. Malapit lang yung bahay ng babae sa kanila. And when word story got around, may nagsabi sa dad and mom ko na may lahing aswang yung pamilya. After that incident, mom said she never heard any flapping wind noise anymore outside the window. Oo nga, syempre. Sino ba naman yung makikita ng babae at in the middle of the night after you heard some, you know, tapos buntis pa. Ayun, talagang tapos kita ka yung babae dun. Talagang. Okay, story number two from the same person. Lumipat mom and dad ko sa Kiyapo when Kuya was around two years old. Nakitira sila sa lola ko since wala pa silang sariling bahay sa Manila. The house they occupied was very old. Not sure what part of Quiapo that was. Basta yung panay luma na tabing-tabing apartments. Mom told us that our kuya had the habit of pointing at empty corners, ceiling, or just somewhere that there is nothing really to be seen. One time, mom and kuya were alone at the house when kuya started pointing at the empty dark corner again. This time around two, uh, this time around the two-year-old baby went crying loudly while pointing madly. Mom had to run and transfer to another room. Baby settled down for a moment and started crying again and pointed, pointed at the ceiling. This went on the whole night until Lola came back. Mom said she never stayed alone at that house anymore. Okay, next from I am so freaking bored. When I was a kid, my mom often traveled for work. One night, our helper noticed a female figure hugging me while I was asleep. So, she assumed my mom came home early from a work trip. Our helper assumed that she just didn't notice my mom's arrival because she was in the shower. Freak out and confused, our helper called my uncle, stayed at our place, and was working night shift that night. 
and asked if my mom said anything about her work trip ending earlier. She didn't want to wake up my mom if that was really her. My uncle ended up calling my mom who panicked because what strange lady is hugging my child in the middle of the night? Turns out my aunt, mom's sister, so they kinda resemble each other, passed away that night. I didn't even know my aunt that well. We assumed she was just saying goodbye. Okay. Next, Alikabok. I was in high school third year and we went to this retreat recollection house required on a Catholic school somewhere in Rizal I think. The place was this huge a lot a huge lot with scattered buildings and dorms. Lots of trees as well as tall grass. So on the second day of the retreat we would need to a confession uh, we would need to do a confession to the priest. After my confession, I asked to do uh, 10 Hail Mary and to our father's IIRC. So, I did that. After a few minutes, my friend walked out of the chapel as well, feeling very holy with all sins forgiven. We thought that if we die at this very moment, we would go straight to heaven. While talking, we started walking to the direction far from others. It was night and there was a very few lights on the path we are walking. Then our conversation went to swearing at Satan Lucifer. Since we are thinking we are so holy, we are untouchables. <laughs> so I was saying, Oh, ipiyo mo, satanas, lumabas ka dyan. Me and my friend was really laughing about. Then, while he was saying something, I heard this laugh. It was like a guy with a really deep voice laugh. It did not came. It did not came from my right nor left, but it was all around me. I stopped. Then my body asked me, Are we still going to continue knowing we already walked quite a distance from the main group? Then, she heard the laugh as well. We made eye contact, then run like hell. He was screaming while I was focused on my running. When we got to the main group, we told them the story together with the maintenance guy of that place. He said that there are a lot of those kind of stories on that place. Next story from Metalorpress 2 When I was in 5th fifth, in fifth grade, we lived in Romblon because we had a house being built there. We moved, in the ha- we moved into the house while it's still in progress. First floor was finished but the second was not. House was only two floors. The roofing is still not kind of finished so there were no ceiling yet. It was around 7 to 8 p.m. I was alone downstairs watching TV while my mom was helping my sisters study. Then suddenly I heard my mom shouting and rebuking prayers. Later, I asked her what happened. She said that they heard someone someone or something scratching the roof with something like sharp claws. Probably sounds 
Like when you scratch a thin metal with anything pointy. Ah, uh, Then, when she did the rebuking or praying stuff, she said they heard several huge flap of wings. It was pretty common to have those kind of stories where you're where where you're a new face in our barangay in Romblon. They said it was the neighbor saying hi. Mm, okay. Okay, from Bisukimar. Bisukimar. I studied in all boys school school here in QC. During our fourth year retreat, ito nangyari. Nung binigyan na sa binigyan na sa amin ng susi from our rooms for our rooms. Umakyat kami dito to check the room and para magpalit ng more comfortable clothes. Bago kami pumasok sa room, may long hallway. Then, yung roommate ko, binubuksan na yung room namin. Ako naman, nakatingin sa dulo ng hallway. May bata na tumawid sa hallway. Tumago siya sa wall. At first glance, akala ko, pa letter T yung dulo ng hallway. Pumunta ako sa dulo ng hallway. Isang straight hallway lang pala yun. So, medyo creepy. Pero, since di naman ako nakakita talaga ng multo, hindi ko nalang pinansin. Baka imagination ko lang. Later that night, tulugan na. Binubuksan na naman namin yung nakasusing room. Kasabay namin na nagbubukas yung tatlo naming classmate na katabi, katabi ng room namin. Nagulag, nagulat na lang kami. Pagbukas nila ng room, sinara nila ito bigla. Sabay nagkatinginan sila at bilang nagtanong nagtanungan ng nakita nyo ba yun? Sabay may samagot na alin? Yung maitim na lalaki na nakaupo sa may kama? Ayun, sobrang nagkatakutan na at wala nang natulog sa room sa tabi namin. Yung mga ko ay nakitulog sa room namin. Dala nila yung foam ng kama at nilatag sa sig. The next day, maraming puyat. Maraming di nakatulog. Maraming nag hunting. Nung nag-uwian na, madaming kwento. Yung isang kwento, naliligo daw siya at may tumawag sa pangalan niya na bata. Tinignan niya kung pumasok sa room nila yung roommate niya. Kaso wala. In the end, halos lahat ng experiences namin during retreat may involved na bata. Hindi ko pa rin alam kung imagination lang namin yun kasi retreat house yun. Kung may redditor dito na Claretiano, na-experience yun ba to? Hmm. Okay, so our next story is from Shadow of Darkness X. This happened last year. I am a software engineer working here in Makati. It was hell month since we were rendering OT for almost a month already. My team was completing that night and we're getting a little rowdy around midnight just to stay awake. I was starting to feel a little sleepy so I asked a buddy of mine to have a smoke break. He told me he just had few minutes and will follow to me to the, gl- to the ground floor. I took the elevator to the ground floor. I took a, a cigar and light it as soon as it touches my lips. I was 
almost halfway on my second stick when I felt a tap on my back. I offered the box and the light was I had the light without looking. For a few minutes I enjoyed the silence and the dancing smoke. When my sig was almost out, I turned out I turned around to ask for another one from my office mate, but I saw no one but a sig that's almost halfway out on the bench nearby. I was about to shout when I saw my supposed to be office mate come out from the elevator. I felt a chill run down on my spine. Later, I found out from a security guard that I encountered a ghost of a deceased employee from one of the companies in the building. He died where a robber stabbed him twice in the chest when he was having a smoke break. After that incident, I never looked, I never took a smoking break again alone. Okay, this is next this next story is from Linux. Me and some friends were camping on top of a rarely explored mountain in Kamigin. Around midnight, me and my SO were sharing an earphone, glory days of MP3 players, listening to some acoustic songs. The music screeched, then this devilish laugh blasted out on the earphone, followed by another screech back into the original music. The sun could not come faster. We checked the song in the morning and it played without screeches and laugh. I don't know if I recall this correctly, but one time, when I was about 4 or 5 years old, we were woken up by a loud banging, then followed by an immediate crying. Turns out, my 3-year-old cousin was playing hide-and-seek with her friends. So we got up because apparently her parents couldn't find her, even though we could figure out that she's she is inside the closet but they were wrong apparently she was behind the closet the closet show so they tried pull, to pull her out of the tight area between the wall and the closet i should mention that the closet which was nailed to the floor is just about one inch away from the wall so i have no idea how she managed to fit in that place Okay, next story, a very short story from 15 and 9. Driving out Tagaytay, uh, driving around Tagaytay at 3 in the morning, getting flagged by a security guard who popped out of nowhere, stopping, alighting from the vehicle, finding out that no one was there. It was a very creepy short story. Okay, from the Pamphilos. Hi, TLDR. I was witness to a four spirit possessions all on the same night. When I was around 19 or 20, a choir mate and I went as representatives of our parish to a three-day retreat for the youth of the whole district at a ranch in Pampanga. 
there were around 80 plus participants. It was a pretty big ranch, complete with dining hall, facility, uh, activity areas, and erected were two large communal tents that could hold 40-ish persons each. So, we got there, we were assigned one tent for the boys and another tent for the girls. The adult facilitators slept in the bungalow house room. I being a boy and my choir mate being a girl, we split up. I was one of the last to claim a spot in the boys tent. So the only clear space was in the middle, some 10 to 15, 10 to 15 feet inside. After dumping my stuff and laying the sleeping bag on my spot, I went out to participate in the activities. The standard Catholic Christian fair, prayers, seminar, group discussion, the works. In the afternoon, we were told that we were supposed to decorate our group table to a team of our choice for dinner. I thought this was ill-conceived since we weren't informed beforehand to bring any materials for decorating. So every table basically had the same one. Tropical jungle, banana leaves, bai kubo, materials for which were stripped from the surrounding trees and plants. Strike one. Being mostly teenagers, it was, of course, a rowdy bunch. Both friends and not friends were made. Cliques formed in each table had its own flavor of pasaway. One group was so enthusiastic about their also original setup that they boasted they should chop the whole forest down to make a restaurant and burn the rest as firewood. Strike 2. After dinner, the last activity for that evening was a living rosary. A participant would symbolize each bead of the rosary and the rest of the group would recite the prayer for each bead. Then they would move on to the next person or bead and so on. Since the typical rosary had 50 beads, we had to do this activity at outside activity area under mango trees. We prayed for forgiveness of sins and for Jesus to banish all evil from the, from the world. And by all evil, we meant anything, not body, not in accordance with Catholic doctrine, including the spirits of the netherworld. We were praying, so everybody was in a solemn mood. We were more open. We were more receptive. We were sitting ducks. The first girl to faint belonged to the roaming group. I was in this group. She was at the front, so I saw the commotion and when she fell into the arms of another group mate. We just thought she was just tired from all excitement. Some facilitators brought her to one of the rooms. Then we continued with each uh, with the praying that was then when we heard the screaming coming from the bungalow house people were starting starting to freak out this time a second person fainted a guy who was one of the beads then another girl fainted 
the rosary activity was called off and we were sent back to the dining area while the affected were brought to the facilitator room. Then another guy with us fainted. We had to wait for some facilitators to come back and bring him in because nobody wanted to go anywhere near the bungalow house. Nobody except me and few other older participants who proclaimed themselves as spirit sensitive. I was just well curious if this was a horror movie I probably would have been one of the first to get killed but the second boy who fainted was in my new barcada and I was concerned what in the world was happening when I got to one of the rooms it was with the first girl inside some facilitators were standing around her praying while she was sitting on the floor moaning another adult a priest I think was on the floor behind her holder 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 her up or down he was asking her who she was and what she wanted she just laughed and asked where uh, were they keeping my her mommy? She said in a childish, vo- childish voice. I did stay to hear the rest and went to the next room. Here were some more facilitators and the second boy and the second girl. He was lying on the floor while some facilitators were praying over him. While the girl was on the bed looking to be asleep. I quietly walked into the room but stayed outside the prayer circle and looked at the boy on the center. He was lying there with his arms at his side, eyes sometimes fluttering open and closed, but didn't seem to be in any bad shape. But it was still weird and I felt sorry for the guy. So I knelt down and reached forward to touch his ankle and I thought, I hope you feel better soon. No change in status. I don't have magical spirit powers anyway. I stood up and left. I didn't check in the room with the first guy because he was screaming in there like an animal. I didn't think I could handle that. So I went back to the rest of the group and reported on what I saw. They were scared but tried to make light of it by making jokes and stuff. Then after an hour, a facilitator came and said "Uh, we should go to our tents and get some sleep. If anyone could sleep after that, right? It was late and the screaming had stopped though. So I was able to go inside and sleep. The next morning, they continued with the rest of the retreat, albeit with a few missing participants and facilitators. The second girl woke up and was acting like her usual self and joined in the activities too. But some of the other girls were nervous around her. So, 
choir mate came over to me that afternoon and asked me if I could help girl number two bring her stuff and accompany her to the facilitator rooms so she could sleep there instead for the second night. I said sure and helped the girl number two transfer to the room. She thanked me and apologizes for being a bother. I said it was okay and that she shouldn't let other girls bother here, bother her and just concentrate on feeling better. The first guy wasn't getting better though. He kept acting like he was enraged. We once even had to hold the door closed because he charged it, trying to get out. Took four or five of us to keep the door shut. It was an aluminum screen door so it could only be bolted from the inside. After the facilitators in, uh, inside were able to restrain him, that was only time we could relax. The door's wire meshed, upper half was punched through in the lower corner though, and one of the facilitators lamented that they would have to pay, her, to pay for repairs. <clears throat> I think the priests realized that they were not qualified to deal with this, so they called in a professional, not a bishop or exorcist though, but an honest good-to-goodness albularyo named Mang Apo. But this guy had a high-tech team with cameras and stuff. We, when we arrived that afternoon, he, when he arrived that afternoon, he just looked like any other guy. He went to each person affected by the possession and spent a few minutes with them. I didn't see any personal. I didn't see personally what he did to the affected. But one facilitator said that. When he spoke to the first girl, he spoke in Latin, and the girl replied back in Latin. Know anybody who speaks Latin nowadays? Not me. Wait, why is Latin even the language of the spirit world anyway? So he interviews the spirit in girl number one. And it says all the spirits were anger because... First, we tore up their perfectly nice home. Second, we also threatened to burn it to the ground. And third, we had the gall to pray to Jesus and cast them away from their own said home. Yeah, I could understand why they would be pissed. Interestingly, girl number one couldn't possibly have known about the burning about the burning the forest to the ground bit because she was at the table on the other side of the dining and couldn't have couldn't have heard the other group making that boast okay so for the rest of the afternoon mang apo attends to each person who was possessed and guy number two was able to come back to us as his normal self he said he didn't remember anything but that night when Mang Apo told all of us to form a line in front of this particular earthen mound and stamp on stamp on it with our right foot nine times, don't ask me why. When it was his turn, he stamped on that earthen mound pretty intensely. Mang Apo also gave a speech that evening explaining what he learned from interviewing the spirits in the possession about the abuse we did to their home 
and that he hopes we learned our lesson about respecting the environment when where the spirits live and then he said that he knew we were all given wooden cross pendants as mementos of the retreat so if we wanted to if we wanted to we could line up in the front of him and he would bless the crosses as protection from any further intrusions everybody went to line up and have their crosses blessed by a non-priest <laughs> well not everybody not not the priest of course or most of the facilitators i didn't line up either not because I didn't want to, but because I left my effing cross pendant back in the tent with my things. My thing that were deep in the middle of the night. My things were that deep in the middle of the tent. The tent was uh, the tent that was across the activity area under the mango trees in the dark of the night. But I wanted to get my pendant blessed, damn it. I wanted to have a genuine and thing and thing so while the line was still long I stood up and went for it I was not being brave this falls more on a stupid side of the spectrum and I wasn't fully uh, conscious of this at, at that time but I was banging on one of my one thing my friend kept teasing me about I was clueless piece of uh, unaware manhid torpe my superpower was that I could surround myself in a shield of obliviousness I felt if I could just ignore the fact that I was walking through the valley of the shadow of death I would literally fear no evil nor would be affected by it crazy but it just might work so I told mate what I was planning to do she declared me insane but she guessed I might just survive because of that and promised to wait for me until such time that I do not return and inform the proper authorities I took a deep breath then went out into the darkness there were lights strung up along the path of the tents but they were few and very far between still I walk on but I was sure to do a few things walk humbly slightly stop where with my head looking down to the ground so as not to antagonize the spirits with perceived arrogance and the better not to see anything around me that was undesirable Mentally recite the trusty mantra, tabi tabi po, and nakikiran lang po, and may kukunin lang po sandali. Please step aside, just passing through, please, and I'm just going to get something for a bit, please. Finally, don't pay attention to anything. I started hearing things in the middle of the night, in the middle of the path, in the shadows between the lights. First, I thought I heard whispers, then giggles. But I pressed on. I reached the tent opening. There was no light inside. But from the lights outside, I could barely make out my backpack on my sleeping bag. 
Before I could chicken out, I stepped in and went for my bag. I opened it and started looking for the pendant. Then I heard it. It sounded like footsteps on the sleeping bags of the other participants on the far end of the tent. A firm whoosh, 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 then silence. I knew everybody was at the facility. I knew I was supposed to be the only one in that tent. I ignored it and continued looking for the blasted cross. Where was it? Then I thought I heard I heard a laughing sound. The kind that sound like it was made deep inside the throat. Low, almost chuckle, but with the lips closed. <laughs> that was just like the sound. <laughs> Okay, so goosebumps erupted erupted all over my body and even now as I write this. But I remember my mantra. I stuck to my procedure. Do not notice anything. So I dump all my things onto the sleeping bag and look frantically for the wooden cross pendant. And I found it. Clutching, clutching it in my fist, I stuffed it inside my pocket and left the tent as quickly as I could. But I don't run back to the facility. Remember how it is said that you should never run from a dog or a predator. I remember that when I stepped out of the tent and walked steadily back the same way. I thought... I heard laughing again, a more rolling laugh at this time, but I didn't look back. That was another thing I remember, don't look back, don't look back. It felt more unnerving than going to the tent. I didn't hear anything else. I made it to the facility while there were still a few people in line. Choirmate was relieved and said I wasn't gone that long. I lined up and presented my pendant and it was sprinkled with the coconut oil and mumbled over and blessed. In my head, I was expecting, I don't know, some sort of recognition from him. Hey, I just went out into the dark and back to get this stupid pendant. Aren't I awesome? Nope, no special attention was given. Just a gentle pat on the hand with my pendant on it. Then Mang Apple looked around and gave some closing remarks after I went back to my seat. Choirmate said I missed a good show. During some blessing, she said she saw that Mang Apple was giving off kind of a radiating heat wave. Like how when you are looking at the crest of a road on a hot day and one time he asked a guy to remove the necklace he was wearing but he had it under his shirt and that is that it was giving off negative energy he shouldn't wear it anymore freaky things started to settle down after that we had dinner and a closing ceremony during the dinner 
one of the girls at our table shrieked that there was a huge spider near her plate on the table. I quickly moved in and gently scooped the spider up with a tissue. It was spindly and was about half size of my hand and I and put it out on one of the one of the plants I didn't kill it then we went to the tents to sleep the next day we rode our buses and went home the other buses broke down halfway to the city though and we heard we heard later it was stuck for a few hours on the highway until it was fixed I suddenly remember that one of the guys in that bus during the dinner last night slapped a bag on their table. I shared this to choirmate and she says she is glad we weren't with them and on a different bus. So that's my story. I kept uh, I kept the pendant for a few a few years until I gave it to my then boyfriend. I thought, hey, I don't really need this, give, uh, given what I went through to get it right. Maybe he will need it more than I do. Even when we broke up, I didn't ask for it back. We are on good terms. Choirmate also lost hers too bad. And after that, we never heard of another retreat hosted by district for that many people to any location. Okay, that was a pretty good story and long story as well. And this story is from King Totodile. It's creepy as hell, but I'd like to think I don't believe in the paranormal. But once when I was 12, I was in my room playing video games when someone started calling out in a high-pitched and hacking, heckling voice. Oi, pangit mo, pangit. From outside my window. It couldn't be anyone from my household since everyone was inside and watching Starstruck. Lol. So I decided to look out the window. What I saw was a cat eyes glowing just staring at me and not moving I slept in my parents room from a month afterwards next story from Dexter BB back when I was still a bachelor I lived in the second floor of my parents house my room overlooked some trees and shrubs for about 500 meters. 
One summer night, looking out of the window while smoking cigarette, I noticed a few branches moving quietly about 60 meters from me. The moon was bright and full, no wind, so I squinted my eyes and tried to look closely. Those moving branches, they look like big wings now, and not like those cute angel wings but like bat wings. They moved slowly as if flexing. Hastily shut the window, closed the curtains, and opened the AC. I slept with my TV on that night. And another story, I have, it, I have happened just, it just happened recently. Our roof make a sound like at around 3 a.m. each night for three weeks now, like people walking across it. I spoke to the subdivision security guard yesterday and they told me that they've been seeing a group of people walking around roofs at night, dressed in black, jumping from one roof to the next. Security even chased them in force the other night, using the barangay van across four blocks, then the roof jumpers disappeared. Pretty odd, those roof jumpers majority of houses in these subdivisions are low house uh, are row houses meaning no entryways apart from the windows and front doors assuming they're thieves gotta admit this story with the security personnel sent a chill up my spine We have 10 more stories. So guys, thank you so much for staying uh, up up until the, up until this point, no. So papansin niyo naman kung maayos yung pagkakasulat ng story. Maayos ko rin siyang mababasa, no. Pero kapag medyo alam kong may grammar error, ayun, medyo napapahinto ako or napapaano, medyo na na confuse. Anyway, enough of those side comments. If you made this far, I am excited to announce that season 2 is coming right after this episode. So, expect season 2 this October and featuring the the stories from Haunted Roads by Sharon Navera. And season 2, we will have 17 episodes covering that book and of course another extra episodes like this if you wanted to continue on like this and as well as short stories some ex- exclusive sa ating Patreon mga extras kumbaga. so season 2 will definitely be a lot more exciting and I hope you guys stay and share this to your friends and families na mahilig sa mga ganto na yun nga as you you know commute you know, pwede nyo i-download sa inyong cellphone or mp3 player kung mayroon pa kayong ganon and then you know just listen as you commute kung wala naman kayong magawa no? that's the purpose of the podcast anyway so guys I'm inviting you to to listen to the second season of this 
podcast. So I hope you enjoyed that second season, and let's move on to the next story by Backstab Eighty Eight. Seven years ago, my co-worker and I were assigned in an audit engagement in my hometown. I was pretty excited since our client is my high school alma mater and I've been longing to meet my old teachers whom I haven't seen for a long time. We went through our usual audit procedures. The nuns who run the school were very accommodating. They provided us a room in the second floor of their dormitory. When we got there, we realized that we were the only ones occupying the whole second floor. The nuns were staying in the first floor with a separate entrance. Our room was not so big, the two beds adjacent forming an L. Late at night, both of us were already sleeping when suddenly I felt my bed was shaking. My co-worker woke up and said, Hey, stop moving! And I answered, It's not me. I think it was an earthquake. Then we saw the door was wide open. I asked him, Did you lock the door properly? Yes, I did, my co-worker answered. I was also sure I saw him lock the door before, before we shut the lights off. After the commotion, we just decided to go back to sleep. The next morning, we were having breakfast and asked one of the nuns if they had felt the earthquake last night. She replied, there was no earthquake. I wondered why she was not woken up by that quake. It felt at least a magnitude of 5 to 6. Then I asked a few more people and all of them did not notice the earthquake. There was no news about an earthquake or anything. Until now, we still don't know what really happened that night. Next story is from Guitar Man. Naalala ko tuloy yung kwento sa akin ng friend ko. Sila lang sa bahay nila nung anak niya na 3 years old. Naglalaro daw sila noon sa kwarto. Sa kwarto nila. Tapos bigla na lang tumigin yung anak at sabi, Daddy, may tao. Points at the corner of the room. Di raw siya makatingin sa sulok ng kwarto nila afternoon. It was a very short but creepy story. Next story is from Hot Dog and Bun. Oh, I remember one story. I do not know if I can say that it is scary, but sorta yes or no. I have a cousin and we are playing that time near their house and we both saw something strange sapuno. It was really white big horse and very big bird na nakahapon sa likod ng kabayo. Kasi bata pa kami noon, mga 6 years old. Then nung mga 18 or 19 na kami, I asked him if he can still recalls the bird and the horse. Sabi niya, I'm still seeing that. Nasa Batangas siya and I'm residing now in Manila. Oh, that was creepy. Goosebumps. Okay, next. I just want to share yung personal ano with relates to that story, but uh para to make this podcast short kasi 1 hour 33 minutes na. So tama-tama yan sa mga biyahe nyo. Okay, next time na lang. From Boyteca. 
recently lang to, me at the office went to the CR dahil nawiwiwi ako. Nagtaka lang ako dun sa dalawang ilaw ng CR kasi dumiilaw nung nandun ako. May IR sensor. It will light up pag may nadedetect na movement. So, at that time, when I was peeing, I kept checking the light over my shoulders. But on the second time na tumingin ako ulit sa likod ko, I saw a small kid, like one from the garage, looking at me. Napamura ako agad at that time, and the kid disappeared. Finish my business, then kumeripas na ako ng takbo palabas ng CR. Told the security guard about it. And they told me na meron nga talagang batang nagpapakita. Fortunately, buti nilang hindi ko na nakita yung kasama daw niya na dalawang matanda. So may kasama pa. Nakatakot. Okay, next story from Grows. G-A-R-E-W-R-Z. In the house we used to rent, each family, me- each family member randomly gets sick. Since we didn't have cash for checkup, my soon-to-be mother-in-law decided to call an albolario instead. He said there were spirits living with us, with us in the house. It mimics our voices, and if someone living answers, they'd get sick. One afternoon, I was playing on my PC, and I thought I heard my fiance calling me from the kitchen. I replied, "Oh, bakit?" But didn't get a response, so I shrugged it off. After a few hours, she went into the room, so I asked her, Bakit mo ko tinatawag kanina? She looked up puzzled, and she said she was outside all afternoon. Later that night, I started feeling like I had the flu. We started looking for a new house the next day. Oh, that was creepy. Next from The Who. When I was getting a message in a massage in the office, I fell asleep. I was dreaming dawn na that I was still in the massage room. I su- I was surprised that someone sat down on the stool beside me. I thought I was done with the massage. Then the person beside me crouched down and I thought they would start massaging my back. To my surprise, the body went transparent through me and all the way to the floor. That was when I abruptly woke up. Needless to say, I don't get massages there anymore. Our next story is from Tox. Sadako Paron. I worked in a call center before. It is one of the techno parks. So, anyway, I was working the late shift and I like setting up for my shift in the cubicles toward the end of the ops floor. Each row has three cubicles, just to give you an idea. So, I go to the farthest row of the cubicles and sat with my teammate. We occupied two out of three cubicles in that row. It wasn't, and it wasn't queuing or anything, so we were just talking to each other. Then, I got a call and I attended to that. She told me that she will be going on an ox to the bathroom now there are two sets of bathrooms in that floor one is near the entrance of our building very far from where we were and the second is at the other end of the floor where we are 
she walked towards the bathroom near our cubicles. So when I was attending to my call, I stood up and saw her walking towards those, just saw her back, not her face. My call ended in 5 seconds. I went to Ox and followed her to, to the bathroom. When I got to the bathroom, no one is, is, no one is in it. And I thought, huh? Weird. So I did my business and after that, I saw her again walking away and turned towards the corner going to the floor. I thought it was her because same clothes and same body frame didn't see her face again. So I thought maybe she went to the bedroom adjacent to the bathroom to get some of our teammates resting inside or you know, so so just she won't have to go back to the floor again. So I walked back to the floor. Take note that my friend and I are just separated a few steps away and it is a two second walk towards the corner so she could she couldn't have run all the way to the other side of the floor and pretend that she just came from the other side of the bathroom that is very far very far from our cubicle but there she was at the end of the floor too far away from where she should be and walking back towards the floor talking and laughing to the other people she passed by. I freaked out because it's really impossible for her to be on the other side when I was just following the other her from my side. And no, this is not late night shift that I could be too tired and I am hallucinating. It's late shift 6pm late. Our next story is from Blue Sidewinder. I was in the province at a relative's house. After a hearty dinner, I decided to take a stroll outside and get some fresh air. I looked at the house next to the one that I was staying at. It was dark and looked like uh, it was not occupied. But the thing that caught me was that one of its windows had a small flame burning at the middle. As my gaze was focused at the light trying to figure out what was causing that small light or flame, it suddenly flamed up like turning up a knob in the gas range from low to high. Panic for fear of fire, I ran back to tell my relatives. When we got out to examine the fire, there was nothing. The next morning, I re-examined the mysterious flaming house. I saw it was long been vacant and vacant and unoccupied. Our next uh, story, class 5, from Anonymous. Yung sa akin may more on creepy than outright scary. Invited friends to our house for a sleepover. Everything died down around 2 a.m. And those of us still awake were using our phones in the dark, trying to court sleep. Diffuse light was shining through my room, room's window from the street lamp outside. A shadow went by the window all of a sudden, with the shape and movement of a person walking by. By morning, I found out that I wasn't the only one who noticed. Fortunately, that's the only thing that happened 
by our recollection because we were all creeped out by the fact that my room is on the third floor. Oh my goodness, this is so creepy. From uh, Drusilogs. Nung college, nung college, may friend ako na na-open daw yung third eye. One sem break, sinama namin sila sa hometown namin for vacation. And together with my childhood friends, most of them hindi kilala ni third eye dude, nag-ghost hunting. Kami, nag-ghost hunting kami sa local cemetery. The whole time ng hunting, tumayimik lang si third eye dude. After, kanya-kanya ng tanong sa kanya kung may nakita daw siya, pero hindi siya masyadong sumasagot. Then, bigla niyang nilapitan yung isa, yung isang friend ko, kakilala niya that kakilala, kakilala niya lang that time. Sabay sabi na may isang babae daw na simula pa lang ng hante, sumusunod na sa kanya. Diniscribe pa niya sa friend ko yung itsura. After ma-describe, bigla na lang umiyak yung friend ko sab- sabay-sabi ate daw niya na namatay yung diniscribe. After noon, uh, wala nang nagtanong sa kanya. Ewan ko kung totoo na bukas talaga ang third eye niya or chamba lang dun sa friend ko yung sinabi niya. Pero hindi na ako nagtanong pa kasi naman bahay namin siya. Sa bahay namin siya matutulog noon eh. Next from Bisukemar. One Sunday evening, pauwi na kami ng friend ko. Habang naglalakad kami sa may daanan papunta sa bahay namin, nagkwakwentuhan lang kami. Pagliko namin, bigla na lang tumayo ang balahibo ko for no reason. Since hindi naman ako nakakita, di ko pinansin yun baka dahil lang sa malamig na hangin. Napansin ko rin na walang ilaw yung mga electric lights. Madali siya, madalim siya talaga. Ang tanging ilaw lang ay yung mga ilaw ng kotse sa daan. Pero during that night, wala rin dumadaan na kotse until may dumaan na gray car. Then, yung na-overtaken kami nung gray car, then lumiko pa ito, right? Yung movement na lumiko ito sa right, may nakita akong babae na nakatayo sa mismong daan na nilikuan niya. So ako naman na hindi talaga nakakita, hindi ko na pinansin baka dahil produkto lang iyon ng imahinasyon ko. Tuloy pa rin sa aking pagkukwento sa friend ko. Nagulat na lang ako nung pagtingin ko sa katabi ko eh huminto na pala sila. Asya ng lakad at unti-unti naglalakad patalikod. At the moment, nagkaroon na ako ng hint na baka totoo nga yung nakita ko. Kaya tinanong ko siya, nakita mo rin ba yung batang nakatayo sa nilikuan ng kotse? Sabay sagot ng oo. Nakita mo rin? Parehas kaming kinilabutan noong mga oras na yun. Yung friend ko na yun ay talagang nakita. Ako naman hindi. Inisip ko na kaya lang siguro nakita yun dahil kasama ko siya. Next from Kay Potato. So my elder's older sister wakes up one morning and runs to my mom to tell her about dreams she's been dreaming and uh, she's been dreaming for the past week my sister dreamt of this old man who kept telling her to dig under the room under her room because he had kept something there from her, for her she dreamt of this old man every night prior with the same message of a hidden treasure at this point my mom 
jaw, my mom's jaw dropped and she recalls a similar story of a consecutive dreams my dad had 15 years ago of an old man and a treasure under our lounge room. As advised by the older people in the province, he never heed, heeded the old man's offer as it will consequently be in exchange of something more sinister as believed. The old man never came back in my dad's dream. Fast forward 15 years later, our house at this point has gone through various extensions, one of which uh, the former lounge room had been turned into a bedroom, which my sister now occupies. We live in a wooden area but and behind Chanhei in Baguio, uh, believed to have accommodated its share of the Japanese soldier known to be to have hidden their loot in the mountains in rocks or massive roots. Interestingly, my house was built after removing a massive rock where my house now stands. The old man reappears occasionally as well. Once while having merienda after dance practice, a friend of another sister of mine out of respect suggested, suggested to call my lolo who has been watching them practice afternoon, all afternoon. I don't have a lolo in that house. This is our last story. It is not I do not be, it is not that I do not believe, but it happens to my youngest brother. There is a, an there is an abandoned house and it was my uncle's then. He went there, I do not know why. Then, when he is already in our house, he turned mute and not moving. Nung mahimasmasan, sabi niya, may nakita daw siya. Okay guys, so that all wraps up our Halloween special for this year. So, if you want na gumawa ulit ako ng ganitong episode, just let me know in the comments in our social media. And of course, submit your story so that I can read it here or you yourself can uh, can be heard in the podcast. No? Um, just give us a call in the anchor.fm podcast or record your audio and send us an email. No? You can contact us in a various ways. So, na- lahat naka-indicate sa website. You can listen to this podcast in a various way too. But we, we recommend using the Radio Public app. Because, uh, uh, frankly and honestly, we're very open naman to this. Na every listen nyo sa mga episode is uh, a big help for us. Kasi we, we, are, uh, we are being paid as you listen na uh, mas matagal sa podcast no? using the Radio Public app kasi may advertisement yun so guys uh, as uh, hindi naman siya siguro malaking um, uh, sagabal sa inyo kung ita-download nyo yung app na yun and then you listen to this podcast and as well as other podcasts as well na paborito nyo through that podcast kasi ang maganda doon sa podcast uh, sa app na yun hindi mo na kailangan ano i- Kasi usually ang ginagawa natin, di ba? In the next, next, uh, mag, 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 ano tayo ng uh, next episode, add to queue, ganyan. Ayun, may radio mode na talaga. So, parang radio. Tuloy-tuloy, based on your interest, based on your uh, napakinggan. So, great way to discover new podcast na rin. 
So I suggest you listen through Radio Public app and search Kwento Atoktan Podcast there. And also, uh, you can be a supporter of the po- of this podcast if you're generous enough uh, by a small amount of $1, $5, or $10 respectively. No, you can help this podcast grow and uh, inspire us to to create more episode and as well as uh, syempre hindi naman libre yung hosting ng site no so ma- malaking tulong talaga rin so we spend money on this we invested in it so i hope you guys uh, as a you know if you feel like being generous hindi naman to sa pilitan but If you feel like being generous, just, you know, uh, you can support us monthly by $1, $2. And ang kapalit na may mga exclusive kaming episodes, may transcript ng episode, yung mga um, <coughs> stories, no? Nandun lahat sa patreon.com. And then, as well, na, as nasa website. Indicated naman yun kung for, Patreon, for patrons only, no? So, yun, guys. There are five levels. So, $1. 5 and 10 dollars so the highest that the highest that year the more exclusive items you will get and you will benefit no so i encourage you guys kung hindi naman ano kawalan or kung nakakalubog naman so why not and, and lastly uh, don't forget to comment and rate us in iTunes no or kung saang podcast app kayo na nakikinig na may rating or comment no or, and sa website na rin no It will help us a lot and encourage us, no? Kung ano man yung feedback nyo, kung negative, di ba? Kung uh, criticize us, no? Uh, accordingly and fairly, no? So, yun. <coughs> uh, maraming salamat, guys. So, sa pakikinig. I hope uh, lumaki yung podcast na ito and tangkilikin pa ng marami na kagaya nyo na patuloy na sumusubaybay. Salamat, guys. And we thank you so much. Goodbye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.